The following program is intended to provide general information only, and its host, Tim Decker, recommends that you always seek competent professional guidance for financial, legal, and tax advice, as everyone's specific needs are unique. WHP Talk Radio 580 now presents Financial Freedom with Tim Decker from ISI Financial Group. A full hour of sleep well at night financial guidance from an experienced financial advisor. Talking about This is your financial show, Central PA. Financial Freedom on WHP Talk Radio 580. Well, good morning, everyone. Tim Decker here with you. Another hour of any and all things financial. If it's important to you, it's important to me. Let me give you the phone numbers if you would uh, like to contact me live here during the show with any questions or comments you may have. I would love to hear from you. Please do not be shy. You can reach me here. 717-540-0580. That's 717-540-0580. And toll free, it's 800-724-5801. Again, that's 800-724-5801. And again, if you are phone shy, which I urge you not to be, but... Uh, if you happen to prefer to email me, you can email me live during the show at ffradio at comcast.net. That's ffradio at comcast.net. All we need is your first name, where you're calling from, and uh, we will take your call in the order of which it is received. Again, that email is ffradio for financial freedom, ffradio at comcast.net. Well, lots of news, as always. One of the things that's been happening of late, and I'm sure it's caught your attention, has to do with the continued rise of interest rates. The bond market this past week, the 10-year government bond, actually went up a little bit over 3% at one point during the week. And if you rewind back, uh, say, a year or so ago, yields were in the low twos, 2, 3, 2, 20, and uh, have ever since continued to move upward as the economy continues to show signs of strength. And what you'll see with, with the yields and bonds, there is a – there is a mistaken myth, let's just say there's an outright myth, that the Federal Reserve Board, when they increase the Fed funds rate, that that is what causes interest rates in the bond market to move up or down. That is false. They control short-term interest rates, as in the Fed funds rates, as in the rates for overnight lending, at banks, but the bond market itself and the yields associated with bonds are reflections of what's going on in the economy. So during times of anticipated 
or obvious growth as we are continuing to see now as things are continuing to pick up a little bit stronger, a little bit stronger. Uh, Q1 GDP numbers came out and I believe they were 2.3. Uh, the expected uh, GDP, the expectations amongst those surveyed was only about two, so it was better than what was expected by the majority of those uh, economists who were interviewed. Well, as the economy continues to gain strength, there in the background there becomes concerns of potential inflation in the future. Right now we have not seen any uh, signs of, of, of any major concerns of inflation, but as we know, and as I've shared with you on numerous occasions, uh, economies are cyclical. There are times of growth, there are times of uh, surging, but there are times of recessions. In fact, recessions from a historical perspective are a common thing. A lot of people aren't aware of that. They are very common. Uh, it's something like on average once every four years we've had a recession. So it's important if you're going to to be invested in bonds and for the vast majority of all investors a certain percentage of allocation to, to bonds uh, makes a lot of sense as always based upon your own personal goals making sure it's in line with your personal financial plan but as your overall allocations in your portfolio are made up owning short-term and intermediate-term safe government bonds should be the foundation of the safe stabilizing part of your overall portfolio they're designed to bring safety they're designed to bring stability to help offset the much more significant volatility of any exposure you have to stocks and it's during times like we saw in the Great Recession from 2007 through 2000 through the first quarter of 2009 uh, when the markets here in the US went down as much as 55 percent those of us who indeed did have some monies in short-term and intermediate-term U.S. government bonds were extremely grateful that we did. In fact, the Barclays U.S. Aggregate Bond Index, which is a, a really broad measure of government and investment-grade corporate bonds, in 2008, as the stock market was going down, actually had a positive return of about 5 to 5.5%. Five now, remember we've talked about junk bonds, which move more like stocks, and they are very correlated or highly correlated with stocks. And sure enough, when the stock market goes down, most of the time, you see these high-yield bond funds, which are junk bonds, very risky bonds, go down right along with stocks. And that's why in 2008, when the stocks went down, you got it, 
high yield risky junk bond funds were down in some cases as much as 37%. So it is important to make sure that you have some bonds subject to your goals and your tolerance for risk, obviously, but making sure that you have the right types of bonds and bond funds is extremely important. And one of the things that I regularly see when people come in for consulting into our office to have me, you know, review, give them a second, a second opinion on their current investments. They may be trying to do it on their own, or they might be working with another advisor. One of the things that I regularly see is when I go through their holdings and their investments, and specifically in this case, when we look at the holdings that they have in bonds or bond funds, many, many times people are shocked to hear that the bond holdings that they have are not of the safest quality. Often they are high-yield junk bonds. And many recently have been sold these floating rate bond funds, which are also junk bonds. They are risky loans made through banks. So when we come back, we're going to talk about with the yields having gone up, what has that done what has that done to bond prices and what does it mean to yields with bond funds because understanding what is happening and knowing how it will impact your own investments will help you uh, from an expectation standpoint and if you understand and you know what to expect that's going to avoid any cause for panic because as you've heard me say many, many times, the mother of all panics is surprise. Okay, let's take our first break. When we come back, we'll pick right back up. Again, you have anything you'd like to ask of me? Questions about your investments, IRAs, Roth IRAs, college savings, retirement, uh, any questions on any specific investments that you have? insurance, annuities. If it's important to you, it's important to me. 717-540-0580. That's 717-540-0580 or toll free 800-724-5801. Or you can email me live ffradio at comcast.net. I'm Tim Decker and this is Financial Freedom. Financial Show, Central PA, Financial Freedom, on WHP Talk Radio 580. All right, welcome back. And uh, I failed to mention, thank you for making this part of your Saturday morning. It's my honor to be here with you. And as always, I try to do my very best to provide you with practical, helpful information my effort to provide you with unbiased, straightforward financial advice designed to help you and your loved ones. So 
as I was saying in the monologue there, um, the yields have started going up, and the ten-year government bond, which is a good proxy, if you're gonna, if you want to follow yields and you want to uh, uh, follow something that is a good overall proxy for what's going on in the economy, um, checking once in a while on what the ten-year government yield is uh, is a good is a good proxy. As I said, it went up a little bit over 3%. Now, let's just talk a little bit again, just a refresher on bonds and yields and interest rates. With bonds, you have two types of risks. You have what's called term risk and credit risk. Term risk has to do with the maturity of the bond. So if you can imagine a seesaw, on one end is interest rates. On the other end of the seesaw, we have bond prices. As interest rates go down on one end, bond prices go up. But the the opposite is also true. When interest rates go up, as we've seen in the past several months, what you'll see is bond prices going down. Now, if you are an owner of a bond mutual fund, what a lot of people are not aware of is that, as we've seen, as interest rates have gone up and the bond fund price has temporarily, and the keyword there is temporarily, has temporarily dropped a little bit. And by the way, the shorter maturity bond funds the share price is not going to be as sensitive to interest rates as the longer maturity bonds. Again, if you think about the seesaw, the closer you come in from the end of the seesaw, the less sensitive it's going to be to what interest rates do on the other end of the seesaw. The further down you go on the seesaw, the more sensitive it's going to be. And that's why I'm a huge proponent of hedging yourself and laddering your maturities by having some short-term and some intermediate-term government bonds. So as interest rates have gone up on one end of the seesaw and bond prices and prices uh, of bond funds in general have gone down recently, not a lot, but a little bit, As those bonds mature within that bond fund, because bond funds own as many as hundreds, in some case thousands, of bonds. So what you have is you have these bonds always coming due at different times. And as they're coming due, the money manager reinvests the money from the bonds that mature in new bonds. But guess what's happened? The newer bonds are offering higher yields. So if we're reinvesting monies from maturing bonds into newer bonds with higher yields, what do you think happens to the yield of the bond fund? Well, obviously, the yield is going to start going up. So what you have going on here are two dynamics. You have the price of the bond fund temporarily dropping a little bit, But at the same time, 
the yields and thus the dividends that will be paid out from these funds are slowly going up. And once the interest rates, once they stabilize and the bonds in the bond fund have all matured and have reinvested in newer bonds at higher yields, your share price of your bond fund comes back up to where it was and you now also are enjoying higher yields. So rising interest rates can have a temporary impact on the price of the bond fund. And again, the shorter term bond funds are less sensitive uh, to interest rates going up or down than our intermediate term and long term bond funds. But while interest rates are going up and the share price is temporarily down, you are reaping the benefits of higher dividends and higher yields. And we know from evidence that the most reliable indicator of future returns from bonds are the current yield that they are paying. So in essence, higher interest rates, higher yields ultimately mean higher returns for bond fund holders. Okay, let's go to the phones here. Uh, let's see, we have John from Harrisburg. Hi, John. How are you, sir? How may I help you? I'm probably the dumbest guy you ever talked to. <laughs> I've got over a hundred, a hundred. I'm sure you're in, not. In a, in a bank savings account. Okay. Less than one percent interest, and inflation mm -hmm. is twelve percent. And I'm going to retire in two years at sixty-five, and I don't know what to do. Uh, with this money, the bank says we can give you guaranteed five percent, and you won't be able to lose it. But then they want to tie it up for five or ten years, and you know, I'm not sure what to do. No, that first of all, um, there is no safe guaranteed investment out there right now paying five. So, who you're talking to in the bank, unfortunately, is you're talking to a salesperson that is down the hall yep. in the bank that most banks and credit unions unfortunately are littered with these in individuals now and what they're talking to you about basically is probably an annuity and they're sharing with you some of the things that sound good but uh right now in today's interest rate environment there is not a safe a safe guaranteed investment that is going to offer you a five percent return it does not exist so if somebody's telling you that either they're you know throwing you smoke and mirrors which wouldn't surprise me and or the vehicle that they're talking about is not what you and i would consider a safe guaranteed investment what i would do john what i would do is i would find yourself a fee-only advisor who you could pay for an hour of their time, sit down with them, talk to them about your goals, your objectives, let them take an overall look at, at, at everything you have, and then what, but based upon the discussion that you have and based upon what your goals are, that should drive any decisions as to how you invest that. But I would not just listen to some salesperson at a bank they are not a legal fiduciary who works for you. They are an employee and salesperson for the bank. And I have seen 
horror stories over and over again of people that are sold things, often high commission, high fee annuities by people that work in banks. So that's that's exactly what I would recommend. Otherwise, if you don't sit down with a 100% fee-only advisor, somebody who sells nothing but is paid by you and you alone, that can help you and help you understand exactly what are your options, but whatever choices you make should always be guided by your objectives. And let your let your objectives and your goals dictate what you invest in, not what somebody is trying to to sell you that's a very dangerous thing to do i can promise you that what what do you uh there's another guy that advertises on this radio station that guarantees uh you cannot lose your principal you cannot lose it and uh, they guarantee you a certain amount of money and they give you a, mm-hmm. a bonus for investing and this and that mm-hmm. just, there's so much stuff i'm so confused i don't know what to do that's because you're listening to the wrong sources those people whether it's on the radio, whether it's on television, whether wherever it is, <clears throat> those are salespeople. They are looking to sell you high commissioned annuities. That's what those things are. Those are fixed indexed annuities, which, in my opinion, are one of the single worst products ever invented. The policies, the annuity policies on those, often are 50 to 100 pages long. They're extremely complicated, and frankly, they're designed to ex- extract money from you to the high-commission salesperson, and you're stuck in those things often as long as 14 years. So, again, the source of where you get your information, John, is going to drive how good that advice is. And that's why I said Find yourself a 100% fee-only advisor, and that's somebody who has nothing to sell you and is legally required to be a fiduciary to look out for you and you alone, and that way you know whatever advice you're receiving is not designed to sell you something but truly is designed to look out for you and your family. Anything other than that, you're going to end up being sold things, and it's not going to end good. But that's what you are, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And there's a few <clears throat> there's a few of us around here, not very many, um, but if you look, you can find one. Just make sure you get something in writing. If you go to our website, you can download a questionnaire, and if you will have... <clears throat> What's the website? I'm sorry? Yeah. What is the website? website is... Yep, yep. Our website is isifinancialgroup.com. That's isi financialgroup.com and there on the home page toward the bottom John you can download a fiduciary questionnaire and I urge you to urge you to do that and before you take anybody's advice insist that they complete that questionnaire and give you the answers in writing then you'll know and that's the only way you're going to be sure that whoever you're working with is a a 100% fee-only well, advisor. Your, what's your phone number? Um, it's Just set it up. Yeah. Um, our phone number is on the website, but it's, uh, okay. 71, yeah, it's 717-393-3353. It's 717-393-3353. But, again, if you go to our website, isifinancialgroup.com, all of that's on there. 
All right, thank you. And please, please, stay away from sales people. They're everywhere out there. Okay, let's go to the news. When we come back, we'll pick right back up. We're going to continue our discussion on bonds, bond yields, and what that means to your portfolio, as well as any questions you might have. You can reach me here at 717-540-0580, 717-540-0580, or toll-free, 800-724-5801, or email me live, ffradio at comcast.net. I'm Tim Decker. And we'll be right back. Five, three, three. Sleep well at night financial guidance from an experienced financial advisor. This is your financial show, Central PA. Financial Freedom on WHP Talk Radio 580. Once again, here's Tim. Well, I was born in a small town. Yeah, you know, I uh, just as a follow-up to my discussion with... John, uh, I hear things like that, uh, the experience that he had there at the bank, uh, talking to one of their sales people, and, uh, and what he was asking about how he hears on the radio or uh, television or workshops or whatever, uh, as I say, the free lunch dinner is designed to do bait and switch. Um, unfortunately... I meet with people regularly in my office, and uh, when they come in and we look at the different products that they own, I I can honestly say I have yet to meet with anyone, ever have I met with anyone, that completely understood the annuity products that they were in, with the exception, with the exception of owning a pure fixed rate annuity. What a pure fixed rate annuity is, is something, uh, it's a contract where you can choose. It's it's almost identical to the same concept of a bank CD. You pick the term, whether it's a three-year or five-year or whatever, and your money's locked in at that rate for that time period. And then when it matures, then, you know, it's yours to Reinvest however you choose. That's a simple, straightforward, fixed annuity. But these fixed indexed annuities have to be one of the biggest pet peeve of mine as it pertains to financial products I've ever seen because they're so complicated and people don't understand them. And like John was saying, everywhere you go, you're, I mean, there are radio stations all over this country, including here, where you have paid infomercials. They're pre-recorded programs with marketing organizations that are designed ultimately to get you to come to one of their dog and pony shows, uh, free lunch seminars, whatever, and ultimately push hard at trying to get appointments with people often elderly and then they talk to them about these great annuities where you only get the upside of the market and you don't have to worry about it ever going down but they don't explain how that works they don't explain to them that the reason that you only get part of the upside is your money isn't at all in the market it's not invested in the market at all most of the money is invested in safe, low-yielding bonds. 
because insurance companies are required to have significant amount of their own monies in safe, secure bonds. And as I just shared with you earlier, what are the yields on safe, secure bonds right now? Well, five-year government bonds, about two and a half. The 10-year is now about three. So essentially, the money goes into bonds, and some of it goes into options. I'd like to know how many of you that own these fixed indexed annuities out there, do you know that most of that money is in bonds and part of it is in options? Do you even know how an option works? I doubt it if you own one of those things. So always remember, in fact, I was talking to somebody, uh, I had a client in my office uh, about two, three weeks ago, and we were looking at some products. Um, and one of the things that I shared with them is the more complicated a financial product is, and remember this, the more complicated a financial product is, the more moving parts it has, the greater the likelihood that that product is designed to make money for whoever's selling it at your expense. And this is something that Warren Buffett has, has harped on over and over and over and over again. If you do not completely understand what you're investing in, and how it works, and what causes the values of it to go up or down, what the risks are. Everything has risks. Everything has risk. U.S. government bonds have risk. They have what's called inflation risk. If you don't understand what somebody is trying to convince you to put your money into, please don't. Please don't. So... Again, the, the, the best advice that I can offer all of you is the same thing that I shared with John. Remember that whoever is giving you advice, whoever they represent, however they get paid, is going to have a major impact on the suggestions and the advice that they offer you, which means... You darn well better know how they get paid. Have you ever asked a financial sales person what's the commission that they receive on an annuity? Well, some of you may feel uncomfortable asking that, but let me ask you, would you order something off the menu without knowing what the price is first? So the way to, to avoid all, the, all those landmines that are out there in, in people, I, I can tell you, they are everywhere. I meet with people weekly, weekly, that have been sold things. They have portfolios that are a mess. They don't know what they have. They don't know why they have it. They don't know what the expenses are associated with the funds they have. They don't know what the tax costs are. They don't know what the turnover is. 
And in these annuity products, they don't understand the workings of them. When they bring the policy in, they, they, they can't make sense of everything that's in there. So to avoid that, do you and your family a favor. Find and seek out a good 100% fee-only financial advisor. And it doesn't have to be us. There are others out there, not many, but there are a few out there. Find one and insist that they answer and complete that questionnaire that we have available for you, free of charge, to help you as a consumer to get that completed to help assure that you're getting advice that's going to ultimately be and is legally required to be in your best interest. And the only financial advisors out there that are required legally to put your best interest first at all times, all times, are 100% fee-only registered investment advisors. And don't just ask your advisor or whoever you're interviewing. Insist that they complete that question questionnaire as well as sign the fiduciary oath that's part of that and I can promise you that exercise alone will come back to you and your family multitudes over on the other hand if you proceed without getting that information up front and in writing please don't say I didn't tell you so because I have seen and I regularly see financial nightmares of people that have been hoodwinked from people out there who are smooth talking they're slick talking they can sound so good and they're actually trained on how to sell you ultimately what they want to okay let's take our last break when we come back we'll pick right back and then if you have anything you'd like to ask, add, I'd love to hear from you, 717-540-0580. That's 717-540-0580 or toll-free, 800-724-5801. Or you can shoot me a quick email here, ffradio at comcast.net. We'll be right back. Financial advisors won't want you to hear what we say. This is the financial show that represents you, not Wall Street. This is Financial Freedom with Tim Decker on WHP 580. Welcome back. Final segment here of Financial Freedom. Let me just add one thing. Um, just because you see somebody on television or you hear somebody on the radio including yours truly that doesn't mean by default that they have your best interest at heart and that they're going to provide fiduciary advice how you will know is based on the information that you receive from them and getting that information in writing Make a note of this, um, if you would, please. There's something called Form ADV, ADV, which is abbreviation for advertisement, Form ADV Part 2 Brochure. Form ADV Part 2 Brochure. 
in addition to getting that questionnaire from our website, again, our uh, website uh, where you can download that is isifinancialgroup.com. That's isifinancialgroup.com. Right there on the homepage, it's easy to find down towards the bottom there. You can print that out, make copies of it, do whatever you want with it, but please use it. In addition to getting that completed and getting those answers in writing, having whatever financial advisor you are considering working with or currently are working with, it's a good exercise for those of you who currently are working with an advisor, just to get reassurance, it would be a good thing to have them complete that and sign that. But the other thing that you want to do is ask for that form ADV part two brochure. And you can even go online now to the SEC's website, um, sec.gov, and you can search by a financial advisory firm or a personal name of an advisor. Like our firm is on there, my name is on there, and the SEC has all of this, and you can get that form ADV Part 2 brochure that way if you want to. But what you're going to read in that and why it's very important is it's going to outline not only the services that are provided by the advisor in the firm that you're working with, but also a detailed breakdown of how they're compensated. Are they 100% fee-only advisory firms? And the reason why this is so important, recently there was a firm in Lancaster, and I think I might have mentioned this uh, last week at the beginning of our show before we had Jonathan Clements on, but um, there was a firm in Lancaster that would uh, that they advertised on their website as a fee-only advisory firm. So I had not heard of the firm. So I went to their website, and then I went to the SEC's website and was able to easily download their form ADV Part 2 brochure. And much to my chagrin, as I read through it, it clearly states in there that they have numerous conflicts of interest because, guess what? They aren't 100% fee-only advisory firm. And, in fact, it says right there in their ADV brochure that the advisors working at the firm are licensed insurance people and and that consumers should be aware that this, this presents conflicts of interest because they have an incentive to sell products, i.e. annuities, life insurance, whatever, that's going to give them some nice, juicy commissions. Now, how they have been legally able to advertise as a 100% fee-only firm on their website and how this has gotten through the SEC, with that, my only guess is they have not been audited by the SEC in a while because when their ADV says one thing and how they're advertising on their website is another, uh, that's not going to sit real well with the Securities Exchange Commission. So if you will just do those two simple things, get that questionnaire from our website, 
have any advisor that you currently are working with or are considering working with complete that and then insist upon getting a copy. And by the way, all advisors that are uh, registered investment advisors, fee-only advisors, are required to give you that form ADV when they meet with you. And we are requ required to provide or offer to provide our clients with a new one that we have to update every year with the SEC. If you will get that and read through that, it's designed to be in simple enough language so that it's not going to be real complicated. And you'll be able to find out what conflicts of interest might exist um, with that advisor. Wouldn't you like to know all this before? Isn't this like the foundation for trust? Wouldn't you like to know that the advice that you are receiving is designed to be in your best interest, in your best interest alone, and not because you find out after the fact that they're receiving kickbacks or commissions or uh, 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 sharing revenues with uh, product co companies. Also on this website, it clearly stated that they get kickbacks and they share kickbacks to certain accountants and attorneys that refer business to them. You don't want that, folks. You want your accountant to be paid by you and you alone. You want your attorney to be paid by you and you alone. And you want your financial advisor to be paid by you and you alone. Otherwise, you're always going to be wondering in the back of your mind if what what advice they're offering you, is it truly in your best interest or is it perhaps designed to transfer money from your pocket to their pocket? Well, we'll see what happens with yields and interest rates. Uh, I suspect they will continue to slowly move up. That's a guess. Remember, my crystal ball is always cloudy, and everyone else's is as well. But my guess is that interest rates will continue to edge back up because I think we're going to continue to see some growth in the economy. Earnings came out um, and they were very, very strong and I personally think uh, we have a ways to go. But you know what? I will humbly say I can be wrong because nobody can outsmart the markets and never base any investment decisions on anything that I tell you specifically. Always make sure it's in line with your goals, your objectives, and always seek professional advice. Have an awesome weekend.